0: Welcome to CADCast. I'm your host, Nit Sweeney. And this week, and I guess our first episode back in a little over a month. Sorry about that. uh, It's been a hectic last month or so. So just getting back into the swing of things. This week, our discussion is with Mike Bootley of Dasso. And I'm talking with him a little bit about Delmia. And Delmia is one of those brands that I'm not entirely familiar with, with that side of things. I I never was in the manufacturing sector. So I'm not as familiar with the processes and what we try to do and how we try to enable people. I, I don't even really talk about Solvig's Cam a whole lot. So I brought Mike in to just give us a, a good introduction to Delmia and Delmia Works and the power of the brand, power of the tools, and, and why it's really such a great tool for, for any size business. This doesn't have to be, you want to, you're a Fortune 500 company that has hundreds and hundreds of manufacturers. This can be for anybody. And that's what Mike and I are going to talk about. We'll talk about what is this tool? What can we do? and why we should really be excited about it. So hope you enjoy. Joining me this week, I'm really excited about this episode because I'm going to talk a little bit about Delmia. It's a brand that I've heard a lot about for the last couple of years, especially with IQMS coming on board and being Delmia Works. We're going to talk about all of that. But joining me this week is Mike Bootley from D- from uh, Dassault to talk about the manufacturing side of things, the side that I'm not as well-versed with. So Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to be on. Thanks for uh, inviting me over today.
0: For sure. And and one of the other things I'm excited to talk to you about is because you've been using SolidWorks for quite a while. And if I remember right, we're looking at turn of the century, right? What, what was your first version of SolidWorks? Yeah, my first version
1: was uh, SolidWorks 2000. Uh, I started in 99, uh, summer of 99, so okay. longer than I'd like to admit. <laughs>
0: It just means you're seasoned. You you know SOLIDWORKS better than the rest of us because you've been using it for so long and now you're up at, at Dassault. So uh, you're around this day in, day out. And, and hey, I think you said just a little bit ago, you were talking with customers today. You were out visiting them. So uh, yep. you're in the trenches uh, after 20 some years in the software. Like that's pretty cool that you get to share those experiences with everybody.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of ways that things don't work, uh, which makes you pretty well-rounded.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, uh, half of the battle is understanding, Okay, what should I not do so that you can kind of narrow down what exactly we're trying to do?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's software, right? There's no software that's perfect. There's some that are better than others. But the key is, is you have to understand how a customer needs to use it to be able to solve their challenges. And a lot of a lot of our job is listening and trying to understand.
0: Yeah, I I think that that's when I was on tech support, it used to be like half your job is to be a psychologist. You have to listen to the customer complain. You have to understand like, okay, here's what your problem is, but then you can kind of jump into it. But being in the pre-sales world and, and going to talk to customers, customer is it's, it's listening to their problems and finding out what we can do. And one of the things that we can do is find the right tool to help them out. And And you're in the manufacturing side of things. So when you go into customers, you're talking with them about how they manufacture parts, the manufacturability of it, how they uh, organize the manufacturing process. There's a whole lot that goes on with that. And Delmia is is really the big brand for you, right? That's the one that you are most focused on.
1: Yeah. So, um, I have a little bit of Delmia, a little bit of domia works just sort of depends upon the day, but you know, the, the tagline for Delmia is make it happen. So everything mm. I focus on these days is making it happen. Whatever, yeah. whatever that means to make it work for a customer. That's what we do. So could be cam, could be robotics, could be plant layout, um, factory flow, you know, it just sort of varies, but it's really leveraging the data that's created in a tool like SolidWorks downstream.
0: So, Mike, you mentioned Delmia and Delmia Works as two different tools there. And I'm very curious because this is something that was kind of introduced to me. And then it was like, oh, yeah, Delmia Works and Delmia. And then we quickly started past the topic when I talked about this with Mike Farley. Mike, what is the difference between Delmia and Delmia Works? What, what are those two tools as as it is with Dassault
1: Yeah, so it, it, it gets broken down sort of simple. Uh, so if we're talking ERP or MES type solution, right, business management, That's Delmia Works. Uh, It used to be formerly it was a product called or a company called IQMS that got moved over put into the Delmia Works group. When we talk about Delmia for mainstream, what we're talking about is the sort of the rest of the manufacturing process, CAM, robotics, factory flow. Uh, There are some components in there with like PLC and and some of those. So when we talk like mainstream manufacturing. Uh, sort of the SolidWorks esque side of things. What we're talking about is ERP and MES, that's DelmiaWorks. And then Delmia is everything else needed to manufacture products. Gotcha.
0: Okay. So they, one is like a, a half measure. Like DelmiaWorks is, you're getting started, you're doing part of it, but you're not necessarily doing the whole process flow. Uh, so it addresses some of the needs, but not necessarily everything you could possibly want, right? Yeah. So it's sort of a tie,
1: right? Because uh, with Delmia Works, you're doing MES, which tells me my, my real-time process monitoring, my warehouse management, my logistics, my shipping labels, more of that business aspect of metadata. Mm. Uh, you know, If you think of SolidWorks, we're creating a bill of material. We're t- giving descriptions, quantity, specs. All of that metadata goes into making a component real. Uh, that information generally flows to ERP and MES. So we know how to order it. We know how to process it. We know how to do those things. That's Delmia works. Mm. When we look at, you know, the, some of the day-to-day stuff, like I need to program my robots. I need to program NC machines. I need to have uh lean collaboration in the shop floor that falls in Delmia. So that's more of the making it happen versus the business ass
0: layer that sits on top. Gotcha. Okay. So, it, that actually that reminds me of one of the skits that they did at 3D Experience. What I want to say it was two, not this past one, but the year before when they were. Uh, it was like the Home Alone thing, and they were going in, and they were they were going into this plant. I to to figured out, and they were controlling the whole business, and they were understanding what was going on. So they were scaring away the people that were trying to steal all of their IP because they saw all these people working. That's the business aspect of things and monitoring my machines and the power of being able to look at my phone and see, oh, we're behind schedule because this stuff's happening. That's Delmia, works then. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Mike, I'm curious, were you part of that skit at all, coming up with that whole idea? Because I thought (laughs) that was one of the funniest skits I've ever seen.
1: No, they don't don't let me out in the human uh, public (laughs) consumption very often. So, you know, back then until this year, I was R&D. So I just looked at, you know, analytics, data, trends, uh, try and understand what roles and products fit our mainstream market and our customers the most. So for skits, they generally keep people like me under the under the covers behind their apps. You know, they, yeah. they put all the dynamic people out in the skits, as you can always tell because they're so funny in what they do. Just because they're naturally an outgoing. Myself, I'm a little more dry and uh, have a rough sense of humor. Sometimes I've been told,
0: so <laughs> <laughs> we don't get out much. Ah, it'll it'll play on the podcast at least because that that's all we got to do. Yeah. Right? <laughs> But, but I asked because the power of being able to monitor things, you, you asked me when we were doing our pre-show discussion, you said, do you remember what your life was like before 2004? And I said, not really, because I was eight. But the things yeah. of like the, the advancement of technology, truly, that's the crux of this whole thing. What kind of power do you see from our customers that they're able to now manage all of this stuff from their phone? They're able to see this on the go. Instead of having to go down to the shop floor and you realize, oh, no, we're behind schedule. Instead, they get a notification. They get an alert. They're they're waiting in line at somewhere for their lunch, and they're like, "Okay, what's the status of this order? Oh no, we really got to get on that." What kind of yeah. power do you see our customers really getting from that?
1: Well, so to start, you made me feel really old when we had our pre-discussion. And I'm you sorry, said I you're right.
0: so I, I've had to
1: uh, take a little humble pie and rethink about that strategy of asking <laughs> everyone where they were before the iPhone. But you know, the the reality is, is there's a fair amount of. You know, manufacturers out there, that have been around, you know, 10 to 150 or 200 years. And they have this <laughs> this unique process or they have a component where they make something better than everyone else. Right. And IP is really about how you manufacture products. The, the challenge that comes up today is I now am competing globally. I'm not just competing with the machine shop down the street or the machine shop in another state. I'm competing with people that I've never even heard of, never met. So the the challenge of manufacturers is the prices for goods are all going up. Prices or material are going up the speed at which I have to deliver because everybody believes that we're in an Amazon Prime world. Right. Like I order it tomorrow. I order it yesterday. It should be here tomorrow. Um, yep. That forces companies to have to be in touch with everything they do, just like your cell phone. Right. Everyone has some tar- some type of email or communication to their business And they're available most of the time, all the time, Uh, especially here in America, because there is no such a boundary as work life balance. Right. So when you when you look at that, it's really a matter of I can't always be in my facility and I can't rely on someone to give me the data when I need it at the rate that I want to have it to make a decision. Mm. So being able to connect your systems and connect your machines becomes the most important thing, the sad part about it is a lot of companies don't do that today <clears throat> and they're the ones right. that generally are the ones that are you know trying to find more people to do brute force or they're trying to figure out what's wrong with their process but it's all based on gut feeling not actual data so being able to you know use use your phone use that technology being able to really plug in and get the results from anywhere allows you to really understand what's going on in your business at all times of the day because ideas don't happen Mm -hmm. between eight and five it's generally after five o'clock when your mind's unplugged right
0: there was i I remember reading uh i can't remember who it was maybe it was like einstein i don't think it was einstein but there was some some great inventor that the way he would come up with ideas or he would think about his ideas was he would say it always came to me as i was falling asleep so what he would do is he would like put his legs up in bed and he put a coin between his legs and then as soon as His lids fell apart, and he was starting to fall asleep. He'd he'd notice it, and then he'd go and write down his idea. And I guess that he came up with a whole bunch of inventions. I wish I remembered who it was, but I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've heard that story too, I can't remember who it who it is either. Um, it was it was Edison, maybe. Um, Maybe
0: it was Edison. Yeah,
1: it could have been one of them. But I mean, that's sort of how it happens, right? Like. When people used to go to the office, <laughs>
0: they would go to the office, What's they would office? drive
1: home, they'd be stuck in traffic. And a lot of times ideas would come from that because you're distracted thinking about other things, focusing on other things. And in the back of your mind, all these ideas are percolating. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of the I would say one of the few good things that's happened with smartphones is the ability to be able to, to take information that you need and investigate a solution a little bit further than before it's like oh yeah i had this idea i write it on a piece of paper i come in, in the morning and then it's like oh yeah i forgot about that one thing that keeps us from doing that you know I, right. I can sort of brainstorm a little bit better than i used to
0: i suffer from the terrible disease of i can't remember what i told myself to remember to do i do that <laughs> all the time but oh. Going, you said a little bit ago that, you know, some of our customers fall behind and, and the problem is like, they're not taking advantage of all the software out there. I think one of the biggest things that scares people, or maybe that makes people hesitate is we hear about the 3D experience platform. And we think about, I I don't need all of those things. That's, that's too much. I don't need Simulia. I don't need Novia. I just, I'm just a little old shop that we make a couple things here and there. Uh, Not this giant product line. You've mentioned some of our customers. I won't say anything by name, but they aren't small that use the 3D experience platform that use Delmia. One of the key things though, is that because these tools are being used by by these big companies, is that they have been tested rigorously because they have to be up to these standards. But then the the smaller customers, and and I don't say smaller to be rude, I say it to like the scale of it all, they can take advantage of some of the software. They don't necessarily need all of it. So you've highlighted all these different things we can do with Delmia and it's insane and it's super, super cool, but not everybody needs that. So, you know, we can take advantage of just portions of what we need, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the
1: benefits and there's a huge misunderstanding (laughs) of when we talk about 3D experience platform, what it is, how it works. You know, in the last year I've heard people say, well, it's only for big companies. A week later I heard, well, it's only for small companies and startups. And then I heard someone say, well... It's for anyone that's never used X, Y, and Z. And the, the reality is the idea behind a platform, and I'm just going to say a platform, is we have information overload in our businesses today. And what I mean by that is a company starts real small. They buy a product to get started. And then they hire a guy and he likes a product. And then they hire the HR person and they like a product. Before you know it, you have 25 products that you're managing They all have information, but none of it really talks, right? And so then you hire a person that creates reports for all of that stuff, and then all your reports are outdated, but you're now keeping that person busy doing reports. When you talk platforms and when you talk 3D experience platform, the ideology is really, really simple. I have one location that my business information goes into that I can then use any app that I need to be able to access that data in the right way. So Mm -hmm. if I... Have business information that I want to put in there, I can put it in there and then I can leverage it for engineering. And then engineering can create content that leverages it for manufacturing. And then manufacturing can create content that's for shipping and logistics. The key is I have one place to go for all my data. So when we talk 3D experience platform, can we do a million different things and can we do like some cool sci fi type stuff? Yeah, things that I used to dream about 20 years ago, we can now just do in a couple button clicks. But when we talk about a company, every company is different. Their culture is different. Their DNA is different. Their needs are different. Some companies are fully automated with robotics. Other ones are just getting into it. The roles and capability that everyone needs is unique to what makes their DNA as a company different. The power of the three D experience platform is I get to pick and choose which ones fit my journey. You know mm-hmm. the the bigger benefit is is let's say I start as a small company. <coughs> And I grow to become the next, I don't know, Ford or Tesla or Boeing or, you know, boom, supersonic. I have the ability to grow with it and never have to leave it where a lot Mm. of point solutions. I'm going to have to leave that point solution at some point to grow up to be a big kid. And when I do that, there's a pain involved when I when I look at something like the platform, I can go from, you know, my maker's edition for 99 bucks a year, all the way up to, you know, stress analysis of a wing that's 80 foot
0: long. That's pretty cool. And and, like, it's it's all about these different brands that we've got too. Like I'm, I've always been as far as like always since I started like Inovia and Katia and Simulia. Like those are brands that are, I I think more widely used if I'm correct in that, maybe it's not true in that. And Delmia is just one of those brands, but the different roles that we have, Like you can have a role that lets you do certain job functions. Like that's the way I like to think about our roles. And I know that when I talk to customers, I try not to necessarily go role specific, but I find the role that fits whatever they're going through. And like we we do the same thing with Delmia. Like you don't need to have every single role with Delmia. You might take advantage of one role or two roles or three roles. I I don't know how many roles there are, but we don't have to take advantage of everything. And it, and it harkens back to one of the things you told me, which is we, we have to see the forest through the trees. Uh, Although the way you worded it to me was uh, the companies that we work with, you know, they see the forest fire and they're running towards it with little buckets and pails of water. But in reality, they don't realize it's not just these seven trees that are on fire. It's 700 acres of a fire that you're running into. And we've got to be ready for that. And it's it's hard. It's hard to be in a lot of cases, I think, especially when you're when you're a smaller company, when you're not really sure what's going on you're just focused on getting through day-to-day, figure out what you're going to do the rest of the year. You're not necessarily thinking about five years from now, but it's pretty important that you do.
1: Yeah, companies become numb to inefficiency because they generally grow at a slow pace, right? They hire a couple people, they're productive, they get more sales, they hire a couple more people, they're productive, they get more sales, and it's this cycle. The problem is, is you hit a certain point where uh, you get a challenge, and the challenge becomes people. We all know that there's shortages of, of people to work. We also know that there's a shortage of people with skills to do certain jobs, right? So in the past, especially here in America, the answer was always brute force. Hire more people. You want to solve a problem? Hire more people. The reality today is there aren't people to do those jobs. And if there are people to do those jobs, they probably don't want the job that you're hiring them for because it is mind-numbing, painful, boring stuff to do. And with the pandemic good or bad. One of the things is, is everybody stuck their head up from the ground. They looked around and they're like, ah, oh, you know, I really don't want to do this job. I can go find something else, right? I have a chance to breathe. I'm not stuck in this mundane process anymore. So when you look at things like, you know, the three d experience platform, you look at the tools of Delmia, you know, there are lots of people using Delmia. It's just, most people don't know it by that brand. <clears throat> and one of the interesting things about the three d experience platform that comes into play here um, is is companies have problems to solve, they don't care what it's called. They don't care what Mm. a role is called. They don't care the brand that it comes from. What they want to know is, am I investing in something that's going to stick with me, you know, five, 10, 15 years? Am I going to paint myself into a corner with this investment? Or am I investing in something that's going to go along for that journey? I don't care what it's called. You could call it pink, purple elephant on Sunday and people will buy it if it fits their need. And that's some of the misunderstanding that people get into sometimes is, why well, I buy Brand X because that's what's gotten me here for 20 years. And they miss the idea that it's not the name on the box or the name on the package. It's the functionality it's provided to them in a way that they can make money with it.
0: Mike, I think it's funny that you mentioned, like people are concerned about 5, 10 years from now with the brand names. And I do hear this a lot talking about like, so it's already PDM because people have seen, oh, the 3D experience platform is really coming into, into power here. It's become this really big thing. And it's kind of funny because the 3D experience platform has really been around for quite a while. It's not a brand new tool by any means, but you know, like Delmi has been around 20 to 40 years and, and it's going to be the future of DeSoe going forward, at least part of the future. Cause I think it is definitely the 3D experience platform. I, I don't think I'm sharing any industry secrets here of like, yes, this is the future of things because we've seen a 3D experience world. It's no longer SolidWorks world. I grew up going to SolidWorks world, but it's now 3D experience world and you know, Solvitz is a brand that plays into that. And, and Delmia is obviously one of those big brands. Uh, and I'm really excited to, in, in Nashville next year to, to come and talk to you and go talk to all the guys about Delmia because it's one of those things where we want to be more effective about what we do. Inefficiency Inefficiencies are crippling. And I think you and I had talked about like custom and unique. It's something that we tell ourselves that we can avoid an uncomfortable change. Like, I'm too custom. I'm too unique. I can't take advantage of these processes, of these amazing tools that are out there because I just don't fit that mold. I don't think that's true. I think anybody can fit this mold. Like, yes, yes, your baby is beautiful. What you do is absolutely custom and special and unique. But how you arrive at your solution, you probably follow a similar process to somebody else. And since we're competing globally and a lot of the R&D revenue that we have in the world, what is it, like 60%? It's coming from these small companies. So it's important that we have a connected system that is going to be the future. And that is, Delmia. that is the 3d experience platform, at least in my opinion.
1: Yeah, 100%, you know, and the thing is, is technology is becoming more affordable, right? So what was used to be only available by the biggest companies on the planet with the biggest budgets, you can now buy a Tormach mill and a Tormach robot and do automated stuff in your garage, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the playing field has, has evened a little bit. And, you know, you hear a lot of people Like you said, say it's, oh, we're custom, we're unique, we do this, but let's be realistic. At the end of the day, we're either doing a process to start with a block and remove material, or we're starting with something and adding material. Now, how you make the part may be a little bit unique and a little bit different, but at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We're welding, we're cutting, we're grinding, we're painting, we're doing 3D printing. The process method you use to create that product that goes out into the world is always the same. It's just is. I mean, you don't we don't have transporters. We don't have, you know, the Star Trek (laughs) synthesizers where it just appears. You know, we all have to do some type of manufacturing process. Now, how we do it makes us unique, but it doesn't exclude us from looking at technology to be better. And a lot of times when you hear those things, it's it's an excuse to maintain status quo, which used to work when you had people to back you up with a labor force and you no longer have mm-hmm. that. So your excuse is going to put you in a position where in the next five to 10 years, you may not be here if you write that excuse. Out. Right.
0: One of our taglines, and I'll get you out of here on one last question about Delmia. One of our taglines, I think it's the current tagline we're using for CATI, is like, we empower the innovators. The 3d experience platform empowers innovation. It, it enables innovation by using these multiple roles. And I know that, To those of you that have listened to me, it's like, oh, he's drinking the Dassault Kool-Aid. He really believes all this stuff now. I, I really do because, you know, playing with these different brands and seeing, oh, this connected ecosystem, there's a lot of power to it. And I don't have to take advantage of everything. Seeing the forest through the trees, understanding this is not about a problem I'm solving today. Like, yes, I want the solution to solve the headache that I have right now. But what about the headache I'm going to have in two years, in five years, in 10 years? if you're a productive business if you're an effective business you you should be thinking that way because what is great today now what is great right now might not be great in 5 years you might want to think about long term what could i grow into so my my last question that i want to ask about is so delmia has a lot of features to it there's a lot of really cool things you can do but specifically i'm going to put you on the spot cuz i didn't prep you with this question if you had to pick one thing out of delmia that you think any company and I guess tell me or tell me words. one thing that any company could really take advantage of and that you think should really be at least on their radar so that, you know, if they hear this, they go, hey, I should call up CATI, I should call up so call up my local reseller and find out more about this tool. What would you say is that one thing that they can maybe take advantage of or start discussing now to get their foot in the door and start progressing towards that five, 10 year plan?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question because a lot of our stuff ties, ties together, right? Um, It, you know, I think one of the hot topics right now, if we're, if, you know, we're being honest and I'll give you one for Delmia works and one for Delmia because they're sort of a sort of together, but you know, if I was looking at Delmia right now, I think one of the biggest hot topics is uh, the robotics and factory simulation together because companies have to restructure because of the pandemic and workforce, Right. And most people don't know that those things exist to be able to leverage your SolidWorks data. If you're looking at the ERP MES side, I I believe it's really the real time process monitoring and scheduling together because I have to know where my business is at to ensure I have enough cash flow to make the changes necessary. You know, and and that is a hot topic as well as where's all my money going? How do I know how to plan? You know,
0: resource planning, understanding your business, tying things together, and going through the problem i heard a customer say it's like uh the great it it's um reshuffle like people are moving jobs people are doing yep. all these different things and and the pandemic made people decide i want to do something else so automation is a big part of that understanding our automation is another part of that yep. mike i think that's a great place to to leave the conversation i think that that's a, a great introduction to delmia i think we could definitely dive into like long term long uh, long discussion about delmia works and about delmia but i think that as a primer, as an introduction, this has been fantastic. So, Mike, thank you again for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, happy to be on anytime. I I might have to bring you on again sometime very soon. So, uh, I guess listeners, keep an eye out for that, or keep an ear out, because you can't see me. Keep an ear out for that. We'll definitely bring Mike on again sometime soon. But everybody, that was Mike bootley the partner enablement for manufacturing for Dassault. Uh, if you're like in the Midwest and you've got Dassault Command, you might get to talk with Mike and talk about Delmia and manufacturing. But that's what we've got for this week. So thank you all for joining me and we'll talk again soon. See ya.